This is Mark Helm, and today we're going to talk about the third practice. This is the third episode in a series of four called Practices for Self-Storage Entrepreneurs to Develop Today. And we're going to talk about the third one today. Last week we talked about analyze, but don't overanalyze. And today we're going to introduce another concept. My name is Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage, and I'm the creator of the Quick Start Academy, which houses the on-demand self-storage boot camp. This program is a cloud-based program with all the forms we use, the workbook uh, that we use in the live boot camps, and it's designed to take you at your own pace from wherever you are now all the way to putting your first or your next self-storage facility into service. You can find out more about it at creatingwealththroughselfstorage.com. And I'm going to introduce another concept here in just a second, a practice to develop, or at least I'm working on, that I think is critical in today's environment, given how the self-storage industry is right now. And my experience is life is often a lot of contradictions, like analyze, don't overanalyze. Today I'm going to introduce a, another seeming contradiction. Be patient, but move quick. In the boot camp, we talk about designing your business strategy, or in other words, creating, finding your niche in the world of self-storage. And what will happen is, based on your business strategy, you will have whether you know it or not, you're going to create a list of priorities, things that are important to you. And we talked about that last week. And we talked about the fact that you're not going to hit every item on your list with every deal you look at. Your job is to know which which items are critical to you. We also talked about the fact you're going to analyze a lot of deals to find some that can actually work today. You got to burn more calories to find the opportunities, to find the land, to find the buildings to convert, to find the expansion opportunities. And for many of us, myself primarily included, this requires the development of a new skill set, the skill set of patience. In the boot camp, I suggest to the participants that you and my goal is, I don't tell them this, but my goal is that they become analyzing machines, self-storage analyzing machines. I encourage them to analyze every single deal that's on the market and what they proclaim their market area to be so they can get to know the market, begin to see patterns, and begin to learn about self-storage projects in their targeted area. I also do it so they can develop their skill at analysis, their skill at being able to look at a offering memorandum and see where the opportunity is, see what's missing that would really make a difference in a project. This requires time and patience. We have to look at a lot of opportunities today before we can find some that will actually work for us as small investors. I probably analyzed 20 to 30 deals before I can find one that could possibly work. It requires patience, 
and it requires stick to But when you find one, move quick. In the boot camp, we talk about going into deal mode. But when you find one that works, if you want any chance of success today, you've got to be able to move quick. And this for self-storage entrepreneurs, small investors, particularly if it's your first one, is a lot easier said than done. See, very often we've been looking at deal after deal, slow, methodical, and then when we find one, all of a sudden we're supposed to switch gears real quick. And if this is your first deal, it most likely will have a zero or two bigger than most deals you've ever done. Not always, but quite often. And it's, I find it, for me, hard to switch gears and go from slow, methodical, patient into fast gear. It's like I'm going from first to fifth. But in today's world, I really believe this is a critical, critical skill and mindset to begin to develop. Much of the deeper analysis once you find a deal, and then we really jump deep into the market. I mean, much of that that I used to do up front I now try to do during the due diligence if I can. Yes, I do my preliminary market analysis. Yes, I do a preliminary glimpse and may perhaps even make phone calls to the competition. But I'm moving very fast when I find a deal that I think can work. Now, for a lot of different people, moving fast means a lot of different things. I'll just share with you when I go into deal mode, here's the process I go through. Not everyone in the boot camps I work with has the same process. You'll end up developing your own, but I'll just share with you what I do. The first thing I do when I find a deal that could work is I call whoever controls it, your listing agent or the seller or whoever's in charge of the deal and ask whatever questions I have. If I don't have any questions, I make some up because I want to talk to them. I want to try to find out a little bit about the seller, what the seller's up to, and if possible, I want to meet the seller. So uh, I've learned from me, I, when I find a deal that works, I call the listing agent, I immediately drop what I'm doing. I rearrange my schedule and I'll drive or get on a plane and I want to go see it. Now in the old days I used to do it differently. I used to write uh, letters of intent or a contract and then go see it once I controlled it. Today I do it differently. Today I go there and if at all possible I want to meet that seller in the tour but I, I go there for a few reasons. First, first of all I found that I can see if I've got a, if something's missing from the package that I can't see. I get to see the area. I get to see the project. Did I put enough capex in to what's currently there? Even if I'm doing an expansion, am I missing anything? Uh, and I'm, hopefully, I'll meet the seller and get to develop a relationship with him or her and connect with the agent. But I want them, when I write my letter of intent and I, or I write a contract, my goal is to have it taken very seriously. And if they know that I've been there, especially if we met face to face, 
then they know I'm a serious taker for this project. Especially when I'm new, they know who I am, they know a little bit about me, and I can, my offer's usually taken more seriously. Not everyone will do this or not everyone can do this, but this is just what I do. Then I write a letter of intent. I go back and I immediately write a letter of intent that covers the issues that are important to me and important to the seller, the price, the due diligence, the contingencies, how long the due diligence is. Um, am I putting financing on it? Is there a financing contingency? Those type of things. And I do that in a letter format. And then my goal is to get the seller to say, yes, 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 I like this person. Yes, I want to do business with this person. Yes, I'll take this price. Uh, and we negotiate the things that are important to us. Then I turn or the listing agent will generate a contract. And then that's when we start getting the attorneys involved, or at least that's when I start getting the attorneys involved. Not always, but sometimes my site visit will rule out the deal. And I'm glad I went before I burned a lot of calories on negotiating a deal and all that just to walk away. But more often than not, we've done enough preliminary analysis up front of the market, the trade area, and the facility that odds are we're going to not be walking from very many deals once we go look at them. So, today when, you, when we find deals, we need to jump into action and try to control the property. The goal of all this is to control a self-storage opportunity at a known price for a known period of time where we decide if we're going to pull the trigger or not. And that requires patience. And it requires you in moving slowly and methodically, and it requires the ability to move fast. Now, it takes courage and practice to develop these mindsets. It doesn't just happen overnight, but it can probably happen quicker than you may think. So, if you're in special ops, special operations for the military, and you're going out on a mission, people will never say good luck. They always say good hunting. So, as you look at getting in the self-storage business or doing your next self-storage opportunity, good hunting. Be patient but move fast. My name is Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage, and I'm the creator of the Storage World Analyzer, the financial analysis tool we use to analyze, but not to overanalyze. You can find out more about it at creatingwealththroughselfstorage.com or storageworldanalyzer.com. Thank you. I look forward to being with you next week when we talk about the fourth and final in this series called Practices for Self-Storage Entrepreneurs to Develop Today. See you then.